back to Legacy, the podcast. This is your girl, Tony. Listen, as always, I am so excited about having guests on the podcast to share their story. I believe our stories inspire. They can inspire. So share your story, right? We all have a story. It's one of the most powerful things we own. And I'm excited. This podcast literally has been about a year in the making. So it's, it's about to go down right now. Um, but before we get to our special guest, we always think of a word, right? There's always a word on my mind when I do these podcasts. And the word for me today is freedom. Um, freedom. Lately, I've been going through some things and challenging myself to really reflect on, am I really free, right? What do I need to get rid of to feel more free? So have you asked yourself that question? What do you need to let go of to feel more free? It's rhetorical, right? But it's, it's an important question. I've been asking myself as I go through these challenges and really try to be more resilient. So freedom allows us to be more resilient. What do we have to get rid of to really be that person that we're meant to be? So consider that for yourself today. Um, And this podcast is, I'm excited about this one because this gentleman really, for me, lives in a sense of freedom. I really, really appreciate so much of the things that he does in the community and he's modest so we're, we may not be able to get to all of that but i'm excited to have a, a very very special guest on here mr deshay ag my, hey, my hey. welcome 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 I'm, I'm a little nervous like deshay i don't get nervous you making me a little nervous around here <laughs> i think i'm nervous on the other end here um, i know you, you have today how you feeling today you know, I'm feeling pretty amazing. Um, that word freedom is one that, you know, when you work in the public sector and thank you first, Tony, for this opportunity to just speak a little bit about some of the things that drive me. And so I wanted to express my appreciation to you for giving me this opportunity to just chat with you. Um, that term freedom that you use is one that I think a lot of people feel confined. You know, COVID has had a lot of people not able to just interact with people. And so we've been in our thoughts a lot. And um, so again, kind of where things are now, I'm very happy that I could, um, you know, be a little bit more um, free in the the sense of, you know, my career, some of the passions I, I have had that I now am putting some time into. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm glad to be here today. Well, I appreciate you, Tishay, because you are a busy man. And we're going to talk about uh, some of those things that you're doing and maybe talk about a little bit about your passion, if you so desire, sir. But let's start with this, this statement. I love this statement because it's a reminder of, of our own value. Um, how would you complete the sentence, I deserve blank? I will complete that with this. I deserve all that God is blessing me with. Mm. I feel that I have sacrificed, you know, for my community in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe the things that I wanted, I kind of put to the side for, you know, improving our you know, the the state of, you know, Milwaukee, the state of, you know, Black Milwaukee, you know, the things that are um, happening that I was able to uh, 
I contribute to. I wasn't really trying to get credit. You know, mm-hmm. I just want things get better for for yeah. people, for you know, helping people have opportunities, helping to see the community change. You know, oftentimes we see in the the news things about black men in particular, and I didn't want to be you know one who contributed to those negative stereotypes, but one that give people a different view of what you know a black man could be. You know, born and raised right here in Milwaukee. Also from the, you know, 53206, 14th and Burla, I grew up, you know, so I just look at, you know, what, what I deserve, you know, is, is really a culmination of the um, deposits I've made into people, into the community, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then there's the withdrawals and I haven't tried to take as many withdrawals, um, but done more uh, depositing. So I think, you know, my my capital has been built up in a lot of different ways. So I just think, you know, going forward, uh, I, I deserve what, what, you know, is, is for me, you know, finally. Um, and, you know, I think that's probably the, the way I would end that statement. Mm, I appreciate that. You mentioned so much um, in just a few words, right? The, the idea that you deserve what God has for you right no one can block a blessing that comes from god right mm-hmm. you reminded us of that fact but you also talked about your your sacrifice and your love for this city being born and raised in milwaukee tell me where does that love come from especially with the challenges you mentioned as relates to black men in this city um, the poverty the segregation where does your love for this city what what drives your love for this city you know, people have invested in me and are continuing to invest in me from a very young age. You know, I go to my granddad, who's 98. Oh. Uh, you know, he was one of the first folks to really invest in me, him and my grandmother, picking me up, taking me to church, mm-hmm. teaching me how to tie a tie. Uh, my dad, uh, unfortunately, was, was killed when I was, you know, in my, you know, young ages of, you know, six and seven years old. So, mm-hmm. get a chance to him so from a you know for father figure standpoint I had uncles and folks that I ended up you know working under that kind of gave me different bits and pieces of how to grow into be a productive person you know how to be a um, a leader and so you know for, for me all of those investments into me you know I want to give some of that back to not just you know the next generation but any role that I've been in to try to help people um, kind of achieve their goal and you know not knowing all the time what somebody is trying to achieve is always important to just listen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know I realize that the things that you know I do in, in the community are bigger than me and it's mm-hmm. not a mm-hmm. you know we are all um, servants if we choose to be and we are here for a reason oftentimes we might not know what that reason is but god put us here for a reason and you know the thing i probably hadn't spoken much about in any of my roles was just my faith base and the um focus that you know i i have to to try to serve others in different ways so you know i I think it all comes from just over the years people have talked to me about different things 
you know, help enlighten me on, you know, subjects uh, that are important to, to growing, not just professionally, you know, or, you know, socially, mentally, uh, but just as, as a person. And so I've always wanted to, you know, make sure that if there's something that I could do to make somebody or our city better, to kind of inspire them to make you know them feel better because sometimes people are dealing with things and we don't know or when we find out you know we you know it's, it's very often you know somebody will say how you doing and then the response would be well it, it don't matter anyway but sometimes I realize it is important to tell somebody because they might be able to give you some advice they might be able to impart some wisdom on in you that can change their day so that's the kind of thing i've i've always wanted to do and again just try to try to make um you know my my personal being more uh helpful to, to other people um this thing called uh, emotional intelligence you know you can take classes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know you get a chance to understand other people mm-hmm. and read other people energies and try to like help um help them get better you know you should feel better behind it and i do um i've been pretty excited about some of the roles i've had um you know one of probably the biggest is you know establishing um you know the vision of the best king driving the nation you know and that's something that in Milwaukee, as we look at king drive throughout the nation um, you know, the work I was able to do to bring businesses there, to get people to really believe that our Dr. Martin King Drive deserves to be better and the yeah. different partners in the philanthropic sector and the, you know, government and the private sector and the community as a whole, uh, residents and everyone just, you know, are all on the same page, you know, and that kind of helps to cut through some of that segregation right that we not existed um you know but just bringing people together so for me you know the driver has been really how do you bring people together and help inspire oh i love that my goodness and you know what i heard from you is the love from your grandfather and your uncles that love fueled you to spread that love, right? This is why love is so important. This is why we need to love on each other because if everyone's receiving love, then we're, we're covered, we're good. And so you you did that, you, you allowed that legacy of love, right? We're talking about legacy and how our stories carry on uh, to, pu- mm-hmm. to push you forward and to motivate you in this city. You know, you talked about in your I deserve statement that you've made a lot of sacrifice and you didn't always look for your own advantage in these sacrifices, right? It really is about the community that you love. Um, mm-hmm. I would I say I say one of the biggest challenges I have with Milwaukee is sometimes you have, you know, folks who have kind of like made it, right? They're Milwaukee celebrities and they kind of carry on this entitlement. I struggle with that, Milwaukee, I do. But when I meet you, I don't I don't see that. You would you would never know all the things that you've done here. So Deshay, help me and others to understand how do you stay so grounded despite being very, being a very successful, not only just black man, but being a very successful man, period. Why is humility so important for you? And what does that look like for you? 
You know, I I would probably start with the up, you know, upbringing I had. You know, uh, being the uh, on my mother's, you know, as my mother's child. You know, as my dad's side, I have a couple of sisters as well, but under my mother, who I grew up uh, in the household with, um, I am the oldest, and so I've always had to kind of be. Um, the leader in the family a little bit um and so you know it, it kind of comes from being that person in the family that people have kind of relied on um to just kind of make sure everything's okay and when I got into different you know roles you know I'm a thinker I'm a creative person I uh, didn't talk much about my hip-hop yet but maybe a little bit later I talk about that, but, um, you know, the creative side of me is something that has gotten me to um, different positions where the creativity has come into the, you know, position that I had, where thinking outside the box, not really just accepting the status quo. Um, You know, you, you mentioned, you know, here in Milwaukee, people think they've made it. You know, and I, I don't feel I've I've made it. You know, I, I, I feel like I'm I'm at a state right now where I've contributed, and there's more contribution I have to make. And you know, I'm I always tell people, you know, I'm I'm a regular dude. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the shade. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, people would say, oh no, you know, I, I was at church today, for instance, and it was kind of cool, but my my, my pastor. Uh, you know, Pastor Sibley said, uh, Shay, is that you? Did you sneak in? I need to bring you down to the front. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm back, you know, I'm like, I don't want to be in the front. You know, um, I haven't really tried to be in the front, yeah. you know, and it just so happens that the positions that, that I've had and, and the things that I've done in those positions would, would take me to the front, you know, um, and people would want to have maybe conversations or get advice or some direction. And again, in any of those positions that I've had, it's really been a manager or board, you know, or now in my current role as vice president of the men group, you know, my, my, my guy, Michael, and then, you know, it's, it's the faith that other people put in me to, to give good advice and to think through things and be able to kind of based on all of these different factors, you know, all these different dynamics, what's the best course of action? And, you know, I, I try to give that, you know, genuinely and, and honestly as, as I see it. And it just so happens that in most of the cases, you know, things turned out in a very positive way, you know, because of uh, the advice I had. And so for me, again, even in those moments, you know, I, I know that there are going to be those who, you know, you do the work and they take the credit, you know, been there, done that. Um, and then I just don't get bothered by it because it's not about the credit, you know, it's, mm. you know, the role that we have as, you know, really junior partners to God, right? Mm. You know, we are here as individuals, God put us here, mm-hmm. but, you know, we can get called home anytime. And mm-hmm. while we're here, we should be trying to help make things better in 
whatever people see that make things better is for them or somebody else but you know i i, I realize it's, it's really not about about me like you know my you know family you know is is important so i have a good family you know foundation i have a good faith foundation yeah. but i also have you know people who um are around me that respect you know and appreciate uh, me and then there are some who make try to make my life a little difficult which is which is okay as well because we have the ability to provide grace and so mm-hmm. this different set of um growth points of you know learning different things and you know faith base and just life you know i've taken more of a stance that you know i don't need to always be in the front you know i don't always need the the pat on the back or you know the acknowledgement it's nice to get it but it's not like my name need to be mentioned all the time the people who know what i've done know and those are the people that you know when when the time comes they'll acknowledge that to me and i'm i'm appreciative of that but i'm not doing it you know doing what i do just for for that credit my goodness man you you said so much to say i'm just sitting here like just taking it all in, trying to capture everything in my mind. And I want to be able to summarize it well. So what I heard from you is one, you know, faith, family, a foundation of love, right? And when we talk about faith, you you had me reflect on what you were sharing, had forced me to reflect on the scripture around, you know, he that exalts himself will be um, humbled, right? He that humbles himself will be exalted. So we all, we all are humbled in, some, in certain ways, whether we want to or not. Um, God has a way of humbling us. And it's, it's, really, true. it's really encouraging that you really endeavor to sit in humility because the world is not designed to do that, right? We, we love humility, but we're really not taught humility and it's not always um, celebrated, right? Um, as much as other qualities might be. So appreciate again when when you and i have connected i i sense that humility and it's refreshing right we all can do better in that in that regard because we're all challenged right in that regard so um you touched on earlier around connection bringing people together right collaborating in the black community we see how beautiful that can look when we actually do it but there are some real challenges. I know for myself as a black woman, I tend to struggle to collaborate with others. I tend to struggle mm. black men supporting my collaboration. Although black men will come on this podcast in a minute, which I enjoy. Um, but I struggle with finding real collaboration and it, it, it becomes a challenge. And I'm like, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Can you touch mm. on some key secrets or tools that you use to collaborate with people in the community. You've done it so well. I would say the, one of the most important things when I see the opportunity to collaborate is establishing that common common ground, that mm-hmm. common goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes personality get in the way yeah. and ego get in the way. And mm-hmm. it's hard to get past that. You know, um, but when you start with a foundation of common ground, common goal, mm-hmm. we're trying to achieve, it's easier to start making progress toward having the collaborative spirit in the room. Um, you know, a couple of 
couple of groups I'm in, uh, you know, one of them, some guys I went to Market High with or Market U with, both my alma maters, uh, that kind of helped establish this kind of foundation I have as well. But my my Wolfpack guys, and it's a bunch of us, and we're you know everywhere throughout you know the, the United States. But um, you know the the conversations that that we have about what can be done to to make things better. You know how do we support each other? You know, oftentimes black men health is not a conversation that is the norm. Um, you know, progress like iron sharpens iron. How do you help make others better? Um, you know, the, the the collaboration that we need in our city is not happening because people are operating in silos. Yeah. It's not until those conversations start to happen that, you know, people are probably trying to achieve the exact same thing. They can have the same mission statement or the same vision statement mm-hmm. for an organization or for their own personal selves. You know, some people have personal mission statements. Um, but when it comes down to getting something done, it could be halted only because it's too hard to get past the fact that this person has a different status, right? And you mentioned earlier, you know, it's people who have made it. And sometimes people who think they made it um, may not see somebody else at the same level and they may see them as lesser than. It's unfortunate yeah. it, that, that, that that happens, but people just don't realize we're not lesser than because we're all children of God. And if if we like go with that lens that like we're here for a reason we may have a a talent or an expertise that we can help somebody else with not saying somebody to you know be you know this thing i call an energy viper where some you know you can give all your energy out and you feel drained afterwards but that's somebody taking the energy from you right that's the energy somebody's taking that energy from you but you can also pass that energy that positive energy on to other people in the spirit of collaboration. So, you know, whether I was at the city, whether, you know, I'm at the bid, whether it's a radio station, even going back, you know, before I got into real estate um, or currently in, uh, in the mem group, I always try to start with, you know, what is it that you want to see accomplished? And is my spirit in alignment with that? And if, if, if a person's spirit is in alignment with that, then you go to the next step. So if someone gives, gives me a call, you know, I'm, I have friends and, you know, younger folks and people at all different levels. So sometimes it takes, you know, a conversation where I talk to some young guys and they want to go do something bad to somebody. Right. And I want to give them some advice that's going to change their mind to help them feel the comfort of not going in and doing that other times it's opportunity where um you know organization wants to achieve a certain goal and let's let's determine what that goal is now and let's work our way back what are the things we can do to get there oftentimes it's not a lack of uh planning it's a lack of execution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. collaborate and to execute on achieving goals, you know, some people have more of an organizational mindset. Some people have more of a doer, right? Some people have more of a planning. 
mm-hmm. mindset. Like for me, I'm more of that executionist. Mm-hmm. Of the let's see what has to get done, and I want to help design a plan for us to do it. And sometimes it took me to go back and say, "Hey, this is where we are on this, and this is where I need help." Oftentimes, that collaboration. Sometimes people just don't want to say, "I need help." Yeah, you know, a yeah. combination of like saying, "I need help," you know, understanding what the goal is, and just being willing to. You know, in some cases, go out of my way to ensure that something gets done, at least to the best of my ability, has mm-hmm. been what has driven a lot of my uh, collaboration uh, in, in the different roles I've had. Yeah, I appreciate some key points that you made, Deshay. One was finding that common goal, establishing that. Uh, the other one was asking for help, right? Like, I believe. Mm-hmm that one of the things that we struggle with as a black community is we have so often lived in scarcity, right? From Mm -hmm. slavery, our ancestors, maybe even some of our parents, our grandparents. And so we live in this fear of scarcity, right? We feel like we, that was how we had to survive. That's not our fault, right? That's not our fault. But I think what's happening sometimes is that, that, that fear of living in scarcity then we start to hold on, right? We start to hold on to things. Yep. We, we feel like we can't, you know, collaborate with somebody. Oh, this person is a photographer. I'm trying to be a photographer. I can't collaborate with them. There's not enough food at the table, right? And I, I really believe that has a lot to do psychologically Absolutely. with slavery. And so understanding some of that internalized oppression, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> it's so important for us to mm-hmm. often say to get to the how you have to understand the why. Um, and I would so, I, I would add to that yeah. too, Tony. Yeah. The other thing that is abundance, right? Yeah. People don't operate out of a spirit of abundance. Yeah. Even though it's there. Even though it's there. It's enough. It's, it's enough. enough. Yeah. For everybody to have everything they want, but we don't often see that if we collaborate, we just make the pot bigger. We, we just, just make, make the, the pot bigger. bigger. Yeah as opposed to it's not enough and that's the scarcity because that one client might you know it might be a smaller client in that scenario where you mentioned the photographers you know that's a one-on-one but there's huge companies out there that are hiring photographers at you know different contract levels yeah 10,000 20,000 100,000 you know a million you know and we don't think about how much is out there for us because Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't get a chance to travel we don't get a chance to talk to people we don't network with people that are in some of those conversations but that's you know as you talk about the the law of scarcity the law of abundance those are things that are um you know i kind of keep that in mind so i'm i'm glad you you brought that up because it you know it also goes to that um you know emotional bank account and you know emotional mm-hmm. calls you know mm-hmm. it, 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 it kind of goes with in the same spirit there that you know we we don't think about some of the things we do and the impact it has on others you know we only think about the impact it has on us yeah absolutely again that's a state of scarcity so i love the fact that you uh, brought into the conversation how do we change our mind frame to abundance Right. We can do that. You, you mentioned emotional intelligence and all of those things. 
this this has to be like a part two to Shay because we <laughs> it's such such so much good content here and I want to honor your time right we're all so very busy um but when you reflect on all the things that you have accomplished I hope you do take some time to do that and the things that you plan to accomplish God willing you know what what legacy do you see you you leaving in Milwaukee and abroad to your family what does that look like for you No, interestingly, Tony, I think it would be what others see that I've done. That really is my legacy. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I can look at programs and city government that I helped to create that will be able, that people are able to access monies now because of an idea that I had. I can think about, again, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Drive and you know the the work that's happening there, and the you know two hundred million dollars in investments, and well, more than two hundred million dollars in investments that are now coming to that area because of work that that happened. Um, you know, on my watch, I can think about Bronzeville and me being the city's first Bronzeville project manager in two thousand seven, and in two thousand twenty two, fifteen years later, um, Bronzeville is now in the New York Times as one of the fifty two places to visit in the world i saw that congratulations thank you you know but i i i know that it it was it was partially me you know Mm -hmm. all neighborhoods need champions you know all ideas need champions and i'm fortunate to have been in a role to play you know uh as as a champion uh, play the role as a champion you know bringing in creativity you know educational you know, um, um, just kind of personal endeavors, things that I want to see happen. Uh, but from a, a legacy standpoint, I just, I, I really want people to look at the things I've done and say, he cared enough to sacrifice his time to help make this happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't about the money. I think, you know, people, often look at money and they say oh you can go and make more money doing something else and the things I have done wasn't about money it was really about the passion it was about a vision it was caring um, it, it, it was about making Milwaukee you know a better place you know we have a lot of you know issues here segregation you know and you know um, inequalities and you know things that are not you know equitable but i also look at how i can help lend a voice to be in those in those rooms where people are thinking about it but don't know how to make it real um because that that's that happens where people might have a desire to see something happen and just don't know how to like communicate it don't know who to talk to so I, I, I think, you know, part of my legacy would be bringing people with common goals to make Milwaukee better into alignment um, in, in different ways, whether that, you know, is improving, you know, economic base of our city, helping people get more jobs. You know, that's kind of the reason I got into real estate in, in the first place. You know, I, I had some, some guys that I grew up with that um, were doing bad things. 
and you know didn't know how to make money um, other than certain ways and you know I've always thought here's a way that you can make some money and I learned more about real estate than I ever imagined you know I'm thankful that you know God blessed me with with that but I, I just look now at you know my last you know 50 real estate and see that this is a this is not an anomaly that I have done this. It, it wasn't my goal, but again, if I'm going to be a servant, if I realize, you know, when I was baptized a long time ago that I accepted, you know, um, Christ and and I accepted, you know, listening to God more, and so I've I've done that, and so I realize I got to remove myself out the picture and put God into place. And so I've done that more frequently than uh, I might have thought I would early on. And things have happened that I would not have imagined happening. And I see, you know, over the next, you know, couple of years or so, you know, as I am now in the real estate development space, um, you know, more in the seeing buildings built, seeing, uh, you know, homes built, you know, it's it's helping people in different ways. But you know, we, we all have a role to play and we all have a voice and we just got to use it to, to, to make things better. Yeah, absolutely. You know what stood out to me in that, in that, that whole answer was that you want your legacy to be that, that, that people knew you cared. I think that's just a beautiful legacy to leave. And you've already left that, to, to be honest with you. Um, and I know that you will continue to show that you care about people. To me, you lead with love. You lead with love and what a beautiful, beautiful space to be in with you as you continue to lead with love. That's really, it's really how I see um, how you serve this community. So I just wanna say thank you for all the things that you've done, things that I don't know, things that we may never know. And that's not really the point, right? Um, Mm -hmm. It's that you do it with love and you really care about people and that's so necessary right now so thank you Deshae for being just authentically who you are you know you touched on some passions that you have outside of you know loving on the community so what's next for Deshae and and, and that realm on a personal level would you like to share a little bit music (laughs) I'm just gonna drop that one word right there (laughs) Because Absolutely. <laughs> full circle, um, I got into real estate because I needed money for studio time. And I thought that, you know, getting a house or two and flipping it and getting that and paying for studio time was enough. And what I what I realized was that I found a passion uh, and a real likeness for learning as much as I can about real estate development. And right now, you know, I'm really excited to be back in the studio on occasion um doing some of my music conscious hip-hop um you know spreading some good positive messages giving people who like music but you know maybe not in tune with a lot of the music that is currently out uh i'm not talking about a lot of what you're going to hear in traditional music but you know content wise lyrics like that's something that is my passion it has been my passion 
uh, since I was about seven years old. So that's the first thing I kind of fell in love with doing music, writing, um, you know, lyrics, performing. So that's the thing that for, for me is the sort of missing piece of of my legacy. And that's, you know, kind of getting back to some of that music and, and giving people something that they can hear, you know, 25 years from now and say, that's still good music. Listen, I, I've i heard a little bit of your music, Deshae, and it's, it's dope and your message is strong and it's still like built around how you feel about this city and the love that you have for it. So they translate so well. And, you know, since you're the great collaborator, collaborator you know, I sing a little bit. So if you need like, a little hug, let me know. You know? For sure, for sure. <laughs> we can do that. We can make that happen, right? It's all oh, about for sure. Connecting the dots, so I got you. Um, but man, I'm gonna call I, you on that. I'm gonna call I'm, you on listen, that. Call me on it. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. Uh, using God's gifts that He's given us humbly. Um, That's so, right. Wow, this was so, so much that I took from this. I was just sitting here listening to you. All the beautiful things that you shared. I hope that um, whoever listens to this will get that sense of urgency to live in your purpose um, to care about other people to recognize that it's not about us all the things that um, really matter and I'm just going to close it out real quick and just say again Deshae thank you for being just who you are I mean that in the most authentic transparent way Um, I appreciate you my brother you are welcome and remember everyone that word freedom what's what's weighing us down that we need to let go of so we can feel more free to do the things that we love and to be with the people that we love and to keep loving on one another we can't really do that if we're weighed down so think about your own freedom think about your own legacy we're all going to leave a legacy good bad or indifferent so let's leave a good one right let's inspire each other continue to do that and Listen, we'll see you or we'll connect with you however you want. If you want to join us on the podcast, let me know. We'd love to have you as a guest. And just keep keep going to course. Keep going to course. And we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>